Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is some This is the game where we find out if this is the bull... I am Nasua New Rule. And before I even introduce my man that is always here week in, week out, I just want to say rest in peace to one of the ghosts of life, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And shout out to all the women that told me I had a black mamba in my pants. Wow. But of course, co-producer Smarts, what's up with you, sir? All is well, man. Freezing. That's about it. Listen, you can stay cold all you want. I was in a very, very warm mood this weekend. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? It probably has something to do with all the games that was going on this weekend, probably. So, I have to tell you, you know, I got to say this. I got to say this. The NFL this weekend provided me a service. I'm talking about something almost sexual. I, I felt like I ran through 14 Newport shorts, which is crazy for me because I smoke weed, okay? Okay. I'm talking about the Chiefs versus the Bills Sunday night. We already know about what happened with the Buccaneers versus the Rams, the Tennessee Titans versus the Bengals, um, San Fran versus Green Bay. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers later on in this episode. But I just got to go through what happened in this Bills versus Chiefs game because I didn't even get to watch the whole game. I had to take my nephew, who you met. Yes, I did. I had to take him down to Central Jersey to his mom. And then I had to drive back up to Newark to go watch. The, well, not watch it, but to catch the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. So I only got to catch the last five minutes of the game. But for some reason, I'm about to tell you some play-by-play -play stuff where for me, I'm like, this was the football game. The last four minutes was the whole game. Was the whole game. So I'm talking about this dude named Gabriel Davis. He's a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Right? Mm -hmm. Josh Allen throws him a 27-yard rope with a minute and 54 seconds left on the clock. They're up. Then all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes, the greatest, the new greatest, he go throws a 64-year-old dart. I said 64-year-old. A 64-yard <laughs> dart to Tyreek Hill with a minute and two remaining on the clock. Okay? So, a minute and two remaining on the clock. And then... Josh Allen's like, nah, dog, hold my beer. I'm going to throw my man Gabe Davis another touchdown, another 19-yard rope with 13 seconds left in regulation. In regulation, 13 seconds left in regulation, Smarts. Okay. You know what Patrick Mahomes do? He kisses his white wife. He kisses his white coach. He says, hey, kicker, you ready? We got 13 seconds left. We need to tie this game up. He says, hold my beer, hold my contract, hold everything. I got you. He throws two darts to Travis Kelsey, his tight end, right? Mm -hmm. Gets to like the 40-yard line of the opposite teams, you know what I'm saying? So basically, they're in field goal range. Hits this field goal, they go into overtime. Oh, my goodness. Then, then they get to overtime. As you know, first team that scores wins. Wins, yeah. The Chiefs get the ball. He winds up throwing a strike to Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. Game is over. Wow. It consecutive was, play? It was, it, it I'm was talking consecutive. about it was bang, a field goal. bang, bang, bang. Oh, my goodness. I would just go home and just lay in the covers. Yo. If you're a Buffalo Bills fan... Just go home and lay in the covers. If you're a Buffalo Bills fan and you don't want to go to work the whole rest of the week, I understand. Okay, Smarts, let's play the game. According to CBS Sports, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and current rap star Antonio Brown apparently enjoyed seeing the Buccaneers season come to an end. 
The former Buccaneers wideout made reference to Tampa Bay's 30-27 loss to the Los Angeles Rams shortly after this past Sunday's divisional round playoff game. The photo Antonio Brown posted was an edited version of his final moment as a member of the Buccaneers. Antonio Brown said he was kicked off by the team by head coach Bruce Arians after he refused to go back into the game while citing his ankle injury. Bruce Arians said that Antonio Brown's refusal to re-enter the game was a byproduct of Brown's previous complaints about not getting the ball enough. Or not getting enough touches, I believe that you say that. I don't want to yeah. say he's not getting the ball enough. I don't know his sexual preference. Uh, regardless, <laughs> wow. Antonio Brown was not part of the Buccaneers team for the postseason. Without Antonio Brown, injured receiver Chris Godwin, who had a pretty good season, and injured right tackle Tristan Wirfs, the Buccaneers' passing attack was not as efficient as it usually is for most of Sunday's game. While Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski caught a combined 12 passes for 205 yards and a touchdown, wideout Scott Miller, who, and Tyler Johnson, who, combined to catch just seven passes for 53 yards. Sunday's loss may not have been just the end of the Buccaneers' title defense. It could have been the final game for Tom Brady, who has not committed to playing next season, even though he has one more year left on his contract. SmartSite asks you, is it the bull that after Tom Brady's post-game conference regarding the loss, he received a text message from Antonio Brown, which showed a meme with Antonio in a UPS uniform asking Tom, what can Brown do for you? Wow. <laughs> that is good. That's funny. That's some BS. Okay, Smarts, we're going to take you to Griffin, Georgia for your salvation. You ready for this? We're going to take you to Griffin, Georgia for your salvation. A low-budget pastor and his wife are charged with false imprisonment after Griffin police raided the home where he and his wife operated an adult daycare. According to police, Pastor Curtis Bankston and his wife, Sophia Sim Bankston, held at least eight disabled patients against their will in an unlicensed group home they operated out of the basement of their house they leased along Valley Road. Investigators said the couple disguised it as a faith-based ministry of Curtis Bankston's church. One step of faith, second chance. Sparks, you hear that? One step of faith, second chance. It sounds like a run-on sentence. Let me see you one, two step. Well, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> they acted as caretakers and used a deadbolt to lock the patients in the basement during certain parts of each day. Authorities alleged Bankston and his wife, who also controlled the victim's finances, medications, and public aid that they received. The investigators said that the disabled victims were often denied their medications and medical care. Yet Bankston's attorney called it a zoning issue that has become criminalized while speaking to reporters. He said that the residents were fed three times a day and told reporters he had checks to prove many of them had conservators controlling their finances that paid money directly to Bankston's church for room and board. Attorney said that Bankston registered the program with the state but failed to get it licensed in compliance with local ordinances. Georgia's Secretary of State records confirmed Bankston registered the Second Chance program as a nonprofit in August 2020 that offers room, boarding, and food accommodations. The group home came under suspicion when EMS workers and Griffin firefighters responded to the residents early the morning of January 13, 2022, to treat a resident that was having a seizure. Authorities said the first responders had to climb through a window to access the patient because the basement door was double key locked. According to Bankston's attorney, 
The basement doors were locked at 8 p.m. each night as a security measure to keep mentally challenged residents from wandering away from the premises. The one resident who did have a key to unlock the basement was not at the group home the morning paramedics responded. The parting words of Bankston's lawyer to the reporters were that this is poor judgment. It is unfortunate. It is likely a violation of a local ordinance, but this is not kidnapping. No, it is not false imprisonment. No, that is what the narrative is. Smartsai asks you, is it the bull that the pastor and first wife of Group Home Baptist Church will go directly to the Department of Social Security just to make sure that your ties are paid? That's some BS, man. I don't even like that story, man. That's like unfortunate. And finally, and finally, and finally, Smarts, we're going to take you to Las Vegas with this one. KLAS-TV in Las Vegas reported that a 23-year-old black man was arrested and held for six days in two Las Vegas jails in 2020 after police in Nevada misidentified him as an older, taller white man with the same name. Oh, wow. Shane Lee Brown, who is now 25 years old, is suing Las Vegas Metropolitan and the city of Henderson Police Departments, accusing them of civil rights violations, false imprisonment, negligence, and other wrongful conduct. According to court documents, he is seeking at least $50,000 in compensative damages. Police had a bench warrant issued on November 2019 for a 49-year-old by the name of Shane Neal Brown, who had been accused of being a felon in possession of a firearm. Neal Brown, who was described in the warrant as a Caucasian male with brown hair, blue eyes, a bushy white beard, had previously been convicted of a felony in 1994 before Shane Lee Brown, our brother, was even born. In January 2020, Henderson police pulled over Shane Lee Brown, our black brother, who is black, so by rule is a suspect, wow. <laughs> and held him in city's detention center, right? <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but uh, continue. <laughs> I'll put that one in there. Uh, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was transferred into custody two days later. <laughs> He was transferred into custody two days later to Las Vegas Metropolitan Police. Shane Lee Brown claimed that he explained numerous times to several Henderson and Las Vegas police officers that he was not the 49-year-old white Shane Brown. In the lawsuit, Shane Lee Brown's attorney accuses officers of failing to perform any due diligence, noting that the existing mugshot belonging to the white Shane Brown would have allowed them to determine that Shane Lee Brown, not Shane Neil Brown, had been misidentified. Smart side ask you. <laughs> I ask you, smart, smart side ask you. I ask you, smart, smart side ask you. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Smarts, are you ready, smarts? Yo, hurry this one up. Smarts, are you ready? Don't don't hold this one. Don't make the suspense too long on this one. Go ahead, man. Is it the bull? That a black American white name like Shane Lee Brown can get you unintentionally locked up for six days, but a black American African name like Amadou Diallo can get you up out of here for good. You ain't got to answer that because it already happened. Thank you. <laughs> you. Bye bye. It's a bunch of us. I'm a in the colony. Everybody on a Martin, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting dirty if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black a nation. Hold on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Nile River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the Late Night Flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority. Donate to the Cash App Dollar Sign the Late Night Flight to get this work from minorities. The Late Night Flight, oh, you never heard of it? Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple Podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and the Late Night QR Scan. Download Audible. Download Amazon. Just to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul fan. Hey, I started out not ahead of you. Now look at me. I'm the pilot with the better view. Making sure you can hear all 78 episodes wherever, wherever, wherever. Podcasts are available. Now let's take off. That people just want to make up stories about people and talk about people. Try to, because, you know, just using my name, you get automatic clickbait and And it's like, when they don't have a story to say about me, they will just make a story up or they will make a story up about my friends and I'm sick of it. Like, I'm just sick of it. Like, it's like... I know I get it that I'm famous and people are going to harass me, but when you harass my friends and talk about my friends, and when you put my daughter in your mouth, that's when I have a problem. Because I will bury a block for my child. I'll go to jail for life for my kid. So don't even ever try it. And I'm going to sue that blogger because I'm sick of it. Gathering all my information. You want to keep harassing me? You want to keep harassing my friends? You want to keep making shit up? I then I'm going to take all your bread. If you've been sleeping under a Kenneth or a Nicki Minaj, that is Cardi B. And she's upset with a vlogger by the name of Tasha K, who has been making a lot of money lately off of celebrity news and pop culture. But the problem with Tasha K is that she slanders. She doesn't even speak on real things. You don't believe me? Toss it up to Tasha K. Let her tell you. I knew the shit was fake. I even talked to mother. I ain't gonna tell you who I talked to though, besides Kyle, okay? I was just like, I know this shit fake, but since this bitch wanna send out fake mother news, guess what? I'ma tell the world what everybody already mother know anyway, okay? Offset's been cheating. That's the reason why she leaving the way, okay? And whether he has a baby real or not on the way, it's still not going to do anything to my platform. It ain't gonna do nothing but make it grow more. Okay, Smarts, let me get this straight. Superstar, rap star, plus BS celebrity blogger equals a contributing news producer for TMZ and editor-in-chief at the hip-hop inquirer, Dennis Byron. The reason why I say this is what it equals to, because he's about to tell you what's about to happen in this crazy case about blogging in America. And I, I just don't understand how do you go through a trial... As I don't even know why her attorneys even allowed her to not try to get this, this, this case settled. This case is going to the jury. This case is probably going to bankrupt Tasha K. And previously, people reported that this case was about $75,000. This case is about a lot more than $75,000. You have compensatory damages and, uh, and, and punitive damages at stake here, plus attorney fees. And Cardi B is paid close to a million dollars just in legal fees already. So for anyone that think this is about a $75,000 case, 
Make no mistake, Cardi B and her legal team is going for the, the horse and caboodle. This case is uh, probably gonna be a case to set precedent for blogging in America. Because if you, if you recall, there has been no other case in America involving bloggers and, and defamation. This case is not about the First Amendment. This case is about defamation, invasion of privacy, slander. Wow. A smart. The S word. Hold on. Hold uh -huh. on. I've heard the word kit and caboodle, but when you want the horse whole, and caboodle, the whole, you must want the whole collection. The whole selection? The whole collection. Of the whole collection. The whole selection. <laughs> <laughs> so let me read this tweet out real fast and then we can get into it. So Dennis Byron put out a tweet regarding that 75000 He said, just to be clear, the amount of money that is at play is not $75,000 as had been falsely reported. If Cardi B wins a jury verdict against Tasha K, damages will be in the millions. Compensatory and punitive damages plus legal fees will be over $10 million. Now, this woman, Tasha K, no disrespect, looks like a woman who doesn't have a headboard when she sleeps in her house, oh, okay? Wow, wow. So I don't know if she has that type of money where she can lose her platform. She's going to lose a platform and get an application form from Wendy's, okay? But but she said that it was going to make her app her platform grow more. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot of Wendy's that need to pop up in your neighborhood, all right? <laughs> Everybody need chicken nuggets. I'm just saying, she ain't going to be able to do vlogging no more. And I am so elated about it because I know. Remember that episode, Smarts, that we talked about, Action Jackson? Yes, I remember that episode. Action Jackson, for those who don't know. I really still, I still think he's a weird guy. When you call yourself Jackson, J-A-X apostrophe N, Okay, I'm like, yo, what is that? That's some French crap. I don't even know what that okay, is. Okay, yeah, I, I remember that. But 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 remember how everybody wanted to talk about how he was just this motivational speaker. Like, oh, how you gonna let this man talk to you about women and men? He over here doing the BS, and I'm over here like, hey, yo, this ain't real reporting. What are y'all talking about? Y'all talking nonsense. Why don't y'all talk about the fact that he was just promoting a book and he was willing? to destroy his own YouTube channel just so he can lose 720,000 subscribers from his page so he can get national attention and get 300 million people to know who he is. Okay. That's real reporting. That's real journalism. My name is Nassua Nuru. Hello, how you doing? Okay. Let me tell you something. Ever since third grade, when I got a whole bunch of A's on these book reports, I know. I do research better than a lot of you podcasters. So I am willing to give you guys six minutes to walk out of the podcasting door right now because some of y'all don't belong. And I do. And now it is time for me to let you know that I am throwing my hat in. I'm throwing my hat in. Not for the Royal Rumble that comes on this Saturday. I'm talking about being the number one podcaster in New Jersey. Okay? Because now I have realized what I am willing to do for y'all. I am willing to Make sure that I research and study some of this news. I'm not willing to give you gossip. I am willing to have fun and speculate because what we do with the late night flight is infotainment. That's information and entertainment put together. They bumped uglies, made a child called infotainment. That's what we do. Right. Cardi B. And, and y'all didn't get to hear this in the clip that I sent you, but also in the clip, she talked about how she was going to let it go. Smarts. She wasn't even really beat to fight. Okay. But when she started talking about her friends, her daughter, 
People outside of just her, she's like, oh, yo, you yeah, wild. I'm going to wipe you off the face of the earth now. Scorched earth now. Scorched earth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and my thing is this. Why do podcasters believe that this is the way to be? It's the, it's the easiest thing to do. I get that it's easy. It's easy because you just get to sit down and you just get to talk. You get to scroll on your Twitter. You get to scroll on your Instagram. You get to watch and see what everybody else is saying. And then you can just jump in and start talking from there. The aftermath of it, though, has produced people that don't want to be in podcasting. When they listen to this stuff, they, they believe that they need slander. They need the defamation. Right. They want the tea, as they say. Well, those are those are people that look at what other people do and think it's easy. So they want to do the same thing. Those people don't need to be around anyway. But we all know that those people are called the rule. And there's always more people that are the rule than the exception. Am I right about that? You're right. And that's all I'm saying. People like Wendy Williams, and even though she's the top of the line, like like as we made the joke offline, she don't have sources. She had sources. Right, right. <laughs> but at least she has half of the source. Right. You know nobody, saying? nobody came at her like this and said, "Yo, you slandered me." They might say, "Yo, you lying. Why, why you doing me like that?" But I haven't really heard anybody come out and say they, you know, she slandered them. They try to get her off the air. You know what I'm saying? Because there might be a little drop of truth in there somewhere. Right. But here's the thing: Tasha K has made money, has made money off of this. Right. Not only. Cardi B, but other rap stars or, you know, mm-hmm. Instagram models, etc. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that she has birthed or at least, uh, what's that word, been accomplished to some other female and male podcasters that has come out here and willing to do the defamations, willing to do the slandering. And the late night flight ain't heaven. They call that clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to clout chase. I'm just trying to download Chase out here with not only facts, but with some fun. So, Smarts, I just want to know, yo, you down with me or what, bro? What's I'm here, up? dog. What's up? Like, I'm here, dog. Yo, are we going to do not only this journalism, but also... Nah, matter of fact, I'm not going to ask you that. You know what I'm saying? I'm we, going to do We've we been doing it, though. Like, it's not like... It's not like we, we gonna, we're starting a new... Like we've been backing up what we say with sources. You know, you know when we're speculating, and you know when we when we're reading off of 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 a something of a, from a source, right? So we're not just out here sitting down and podcasting and talking off the top of our heads. We know what we're going to talk about. There's some background that we give you before we even talk about it. So, um, and we're not just pulling stuff out of the air. And when we are pulling stuff out of the air, it's probably a joke, <laughs> you know. And you know it's a joke when we pull it out of the air. I just want to conclude by saying this. This person made money in letting you know that she was lying the whole time. She said she was lying the whole time and is going to do nothing for her platform but make it grow more. Hello, passengers. As always, it's our pleasure to entertain you. Please direct your attention to the screen in front of you for a little in-flight entertainment. We know you'll enjoy Step aside, step aside. I'm here to speak with Keisha, not not Charles. I'm looking for the real tax woman. Hey, it's Keisha. Keisha, hey, what's up? What's up, Key? Remember me? Key. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? Yeah, I definitely remember you. Hey. What's going on? Look, um, look, I'm, I'm not trying to beef with you. You amazing, pretty face. Uh, I know we had a great conversation when, when we first met and all that good stuff, but I gave you my W-2s and I trusted you. You told me that I would get this money back in seven to 10 business days. It's been 25 days. I really, really, really need that money back. I have some people and some cars I need to pay back and it's, it's just ridiculous right now. 
the money that I make from my job, I could only pay my rent. I needed that tax money so I can go pay off some, you know, some things. You know, I got, I got, I got some other things I gotta, I gotta get going. And and yeah, oh man, I'm just, I'm just a little pissed off right now. Like I don't got nothing going on right now. I need that bread, and you told me I would have that money in seven to ten business days, and I just don't know what to do right now. Like it's, it's, it's wild right now. Like I need my money. Okay. Okay. Let me let me first time. Let's calm down a little bit. I understand you. You know, it's been 25 days and you need your money. Believe me, I know about needing my money, and I most definitely appreciate the compliment. So just come with me. Look, come. You good? Come, come with me in my private room where we could be alone. So I could look through all your paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I remember you. You had the little, you know, hair. And I, I see the hair on the chin. Is I'm really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like you be in the gym, I might need some pointers. You know. So let's just go ahead in the back and sit in my office and discuss this. Um. Okay. So you want me to go in into the private room mm-hmm. with you over here right now? Yeah. Just, just follow me. You see how I'm walking? Just follow me. Oh follow no, I, I, I definitely see some walking. Okay. Well, come on, come back here with me. I, I'm gonna take care of you. I, I got your paperwork right here. I'm gonna come back here with me in this office. Okay. It's just gonna be me and you. We gonna do this discussion. We gonna talk and we gonna figure out what's going on with your taxes. All right. So, so now, now that we're in the room, um, I, I don't see any any money about my taxes. So, what is it that we're, we're going to be doing? What's what's going on? Talk to me. What happened? Well, first off, you know, all the paperwork is actually uploaded into the computer. So, you know, oh, excuse me, I got to look my cleavage hanging out. I'm sorry about that. Um, so let me go ahead and sit down real quick. Ooh, let me pass you. Oh my God, I'm just, ooh, all of this on you. <clears throat> so let me go ahead and sit down and- That's a lot um, going on. All right. You know, I mean, and, and it's and it going on. So, um, yeah, let me sit down real quick and just type in here a couple of things and let me look up your paperwork real quick. Yes. Now, anything else is bothering you because, you know, I'm trying to provide excellent service. Yes. The fact that I don't have any money in my pocket, that's what's going on. I I, I need money. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I love Cleveland and, and all that is good. And whatever the, the whatever, whatever piece of body that just bumped onto me, I liked but it's it's the money part for me right now. It's it's the money. I, I'm 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 in a bind, uh, Miss Tax Lady Keisha. All right, I'm in a bind right now. Do you like? I don't know what type of lifestyle you live. I think I live a decent lifestyle, but right now I'm in a bind. Okay, I'm talking about. I don't know what's going on with this whole half a Cleveland thing that you're showing me, but I know I won't have half a life if I don't have any money outside of this building when I leave here. That's what I'm saying. Okay, listen, listen. Let me let me pour you a drink real quick. Calm you down a little bit. I'm I'm already seeing your taxes. Yeah, I got a little champagne back here. You know, calm you down just I, a little. I bit. need some money. I don't need. No, cha- but what, I got what, you. What, look, what type of champagne? Listen, you know, I got the bubbly back here. Don't worry, it's my special kind of. It's my special champagne. You you okay. you know, it's, it's gonna get you good. Right. Go ahead and take a couple of sips of this. Relax. What, what? You know, I already see your taxes up here. Okay. I'm already looking at everything. I'm seeing that you know there is a little hold up. However, the, champ- the champagne is good. Go ahead. I'm telling you, and if you want some more, go ahead and finish that. I am. So, go get some, um, go ahead. Are you talking? I see your taxes. Please do. I see you doing it. I see your taxes are here. Everything looks really good. The problem was was a little hold up that was on our end. Believe okay. me, I'm going. I'm providing some excellent service to you today. Okay. Well, what, what kind of service so. are you going to provide? Because I mean, it's been 25 days. I mean, you said seven to ten business days. That's it's already three weeks plus four more days right here. All right. So let me My, be honest. Look, 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 I just got to let me be honest with you, tax lady. OK, <laughs> I understand you are being very nice. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Any other circumstance, I would be half naked and ready. It's just the fact of the matter that my my son. Like the love of my son is on the line. If I can't take him to football practice for the next three weeks, the mother of 
of well, the mother of my child is going to kill me. She's going to smack me up. I have just started to get back. I'm, just, I'm sorry, because I'm, I'm just like all over the place because I really need this money. I just started to get back into his life. She just got me off of child support. That means I got an extra $500 a month I could play around with. Like, I'm really feeling myself. I But I need this money first to happen. If I don't have this money, I don't have the financial freedom that I can run around and even meet a, a tax lady key. Do you understand? Like, I really need, I need this money. You, okay, well, I listen, don't want I, champagne. I want money. Listen, I got you. Okay, so let's go back to that half naked and ready. Um, so in my system... I see all I have to do is touch a button right here and I could pull some strings and get you that money in two days. However, okay. I could also get it to you in one day oh. if we discuss that half naked and ready because I see that you're a great dad. You're not, you're not on child support. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to, you know, help you out. You help me out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, what is go it? ahead and pass me a number. Okay. No, I, okay, sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll pass you my number. Yeah. Um, Yes, you, you, you know yeah, the number. Piece of paper. Go ahead and write it down. No, no, I'm, I'm writing need, it down right now. Need, sure. Yeah, thank you. Write that down. Okay. And my finger is so close to that button to get that one day, but I need some reassurance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going to pass you a little note. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't have to say nothing. Just, you know, you could just, you know, hum a tune or something. Let me know you're down with what I'm passing you. Okay. okay. And, and I'm free after five o'clock if you're down with what there's no say. You go ahead and do, you know, tell me, I don't care if you make a hooty hoo noise. Let me know you're down. And then I'm going to go ahead and press this button and then we're going to be good. I, you know what, I, I see, I see where you get in that tax lady key. I, I think mm -hmm. I do. And, and here's my okay. So look, look, look. I'm gonna just ask you this. I'm, I'm gonna remind you. Okay. I'm gonna hit this button, and you're gonna get your money tomorrow. No, no, so, no, no. And no. mind you, you know, I'm, a, I'm look at all of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm well, just telling you. Well, well look, let, let me, let don't, me. Don't, don't, mm -hmm, don't discount mm -hmm. yourself. No, no, no. I, I don't, don't worry. I'm not gonna f up my blessings. I understand what's going mm -hmm. on here, but I just have a question. How can I get this right now, though? Like, how about? If I oh. what, what if what if what if I don't be half naked? What if I just be like naked right now, like right here, like oh, in this well. in this tax office right now with you? Can I get some well, money me, right now? I know you got some money in the safe somewhere. Yeah, all the tax places got a safe somewhere. How about I just get naked right now? You know what? Let me go ahead and close these shades or whatever. You got the um, you got your direct deposit information up in there, right? I got everything. You ain't everything got to say nothing here. to me twice. You ain't got to say nothing to me twice. You know what I'm saying? I'm already. You see me already taking my. You know I'm undoing my belt. You feel me? Just so I'm closing these shades real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know I'm, and we gonna get our thing on. Don't worry about. It, I got mm -hmm, you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm gonna write you a little letter. You know what I'm saying? You gonna just come back and bring us the money after that day. And, and you good. You're going to walk up out of here with your money in your hand. In your hand. Okay? Today? And um, today. And today. as long as you're going to be today. As long as you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You got to be in the back riding it, climbing the sheets. All of that. I need all of that energy. You know what I'm saying? I need pressure energy. You get what I'm saying? Look at me. Now I got to be this. I want some energy for all of that. You feel me? Because I'm doing you a solid. I need that energy. Energy. You feel me? Um, can, 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 can I record it in, in like... Show it in front of my baby mother, Bob. You, you're doing too much. I'm no. trying to make a relationship with you here. You're oh, doing okay, no, I, I just, I, mean, I just, I just dislike my baby mother. I'm sorry. I was sorry. Okay, I understand. We, we could do some private things, but yes, we're not yes. gonna share with baby mama because I might need to be around you and your son, and I don't want baby mama looking at me. Yep, yes, yes, text lady key. No, no problem. Should, should I get the? Well, cuffs? I like that. Should I get the cuffs? Yes, too? Get, yes, and call me. Uh, tax lady key the whole time because yes. I'm really feeling that right now. Yes. The whole time you've been saying I've been feeling some type of way. Oh. I need that energy. You feel me? So I'm already I'm already on it. I'm, the letter's already printed out. The shades is closed. So <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. You ready? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What the f***? This that pilot right here. All right, now, so I got an idea for a versus. You know how you and Jerz was always doing the verses. Yeah. I got one for you. Okay. All right? All right. I'm, I hope you enjoy it. All right. All right, I got two clips. Okay. Right? Okay. I got Whoopi Goldberg. Ah. Right? Okay. And I got Bill Maher. So we're going to go with, let's have some fun. Let's do Whoopi first. Okay. And let's do the response first. Let's okay. see what she says first. All right. And then... What Bill Maher said to make her say that. How about that? Let's do it. All right. Listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's, you know, sexually gratifying. This is what we're doing to protect our families. And you don't have to do it, but stay away from everybody. Because if you're the one who's not paying attention and you're coughing and sneezing, you don't want to, do, then stay out of the public, man. This is not, nobody wants this. Okay, I played it in that order because for the listener, if you don't know what they're talking about, it's like, what is Whoopi Goldberg talking about? What is sexually gratifying about whatever it is that she's talking about? That's why I played it. I like to cause a little confusion every now and then, but here we go. So here goes Bill Maher. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore, your mask paranoid world. You know, you go out, it's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster, they scan your head. <laughs> Like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. I'm not bananas. You are. Before you start, I got a question. I was so, I was ready too. So are, <laughs> are the bananas sexually gratifying? Is that what we? I'm just messing with you. Who's hey, right? Yo. Who's wrong? <laughs> bananas from the grocery store are definitely not sexually gratifying. Okay, so. Let's get this done real fast because I think this is an open and shut case as far as who's who's right, who's wrong um, moving forward. So, first of all, let's just start with Bill Maher and the things he said. Okay. Because what he's talking about is vaccination dehydration. <laughs> all right? No, seriously. Okay. He's going through it. Yeah, he's going through it. He's just another older person. No disrespect to the elderly. I'm just, I'm just saying... He's another person that's over 50 years old that is going through this. Yes. Because if there is any age group that is going, that is getting hassled, I would say it's the elderly. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, like, like, realistically, they fear for their lives. They do. They fear for their lives. If you're 20 years old, you're like coronavirus, I'll be back in 10 days. When they get coronavirus, they think it's funeral music. Right, 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 right. And... This is, well, Bill Maher is probably in his early 60s, maybe late 50s. I don't want to even... I mean, he's all gray, right? He's gray for the most part. And he could be someone that is entering that that stage of a senior moment, you know, right? Where everything is, I can't stand it, I can't take it anymore. Ah, get off my lawn, little... Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of taking a vaccine, yeah. And, And don't get me wrong. I understand it. I don't agree with it. I understand it. 
because of the rules that are when you go outside. Mm-hmm. Everything is a vaccination. Everything is a mandate. Everything is a mask. Everything is not a mask. Yo, I just went to Applebee's this past Sunday before I went back to my house to go watch that Bills Chief game. I tried to watch it at Applebee's in North. Okay. Now, mind you, me and my nephew watched the first week of the playoffs two weekends ago at Applebee's in Kearney. Okay. No problem. Had a good time. Whatever, right? I didn't have to show a vaccination card or my ID, any of that. I go to the Applebee's in Newark. They told me I can't go. I can't go inside here unless I show up my vaccination card. Now, here's the thing. You know, I'm vaccinated. I can go pull up from my phone. I took a picture of it so I don't lose my vaccination card. Right. Here goes, my, here goes the picture. Nope, no problem. They're like, oh, nah, it is a problem. You got to show the actual card. We got to show the actual card mm, or you got to fill out or you got to fill out the information on the app. And I'm like, yo, listen, no disrespect. I am close. I am closer to 40, not 18. Everything on my phone. I'm not trying to have an app for. OK. Understood. It's like, yo, what's up? Like, what's up? Like, what's Understood. up? Understood. Because it ain't like Applebee's is online telling you, hey, if you want to come eat this Sunday, you better have that vaccination ready. I'm just saying that it's so much protocol and it changes day in, day out. There's definitely 1,000% a lot of confusion out there. And we talked about that last week. And that's all I'm saying with that. Now, that doesn't make him right. I'm just saying I understand why he has that stance. Right. Now, Whoopi is, not only am I on her side, she's a million percent correct. Because here's the one thing she said that I like more than anything. Stay home. Mm. We are protecting families here. All right? Stay home. That's just the... Yo, Bill Marks... Look, look, listen, listen. Let's just say this and I'm, and I'm going home. No disrespect to the hood. You're a project kid. Someone that grew up in the projects is in the projects. When they tell you to go home, I understand. You probably like, I don't nah, want to go I'm home. I'm good. Bill, I'm he, good. That's Bill Maher. You got 14 rooms in that house, dog. Probably. You probably got a regulation basketball court. I mean, no disrespect. I'm only saying that because you have an African-American wife or girlfriend. I know about you, dog. All right. He, he, he's living in luxury. That's all I'm saying. Yes, you know what I mean? He definitely has a luxurious. You're good. Like your house is a zip code. Relax. You're good. You can do your show. You can do HBO real time with Bill Maher from your home. People assume you have multiple homes because of the status that you are and where we see you every day. But, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? You, you're, you're an we, HBO. We, we, right? already, we already talked about this Cardi B, Tasha K. Let's not do that. Let's no, just say I they said, got That's why home. I said we assume. Right. No, no. You're right. I said we assume. I want to be nice today. Let's just say one mansion. <laughs> one mansion got 13 rooms. That's all we saying yeah. up in he, California. Or he lives on the top floor somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the top floor somewhere yeah. where it's very, very spacey. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. Cut the crap, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you to put a mask on, but if you're not going to respect the 300 million people that we have to deal with every day in this global pandemic, this ain't just about us. It's a global problem right now. Just stay home. On the next episode of That's My Backup. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, is no stranger to uh, never-ending culture war nonsense regarding vaccines. If the vaccine is so great, then how come people are still getting COVID and spreading COVID and unfortunately dying from COVID? Here's what he said uh, in an ESPN profile just last week. When the president of the United States says, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's because him and his constituents, which 
I don't know how there are any if you watch any of his attempts at public speaking, but I guess he got 80 million, 81 million votes. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo, bro. What's up? Your man's is a MAGA, dog. Come on. Who you talking about? Your man's. Who's my man? Your man's. Aaron Rodgers? Your man's Aaron Rodgers is a MAGA, dog. Yo, watch your mouth. Don't talk about number 12 like that. I'm going to give you some key words, right? That he used. He going through a lot right now. He nah, just lost. I'm going right. to prove to you he's a MAGA. He's a, he, and then when we talk about it, we dive into it. I'm okay. going to give you the quotes that he used the key words in. And then we'll drop some. We'll try to talk about context or whatever. Okay. okay. But here are the key words from your man's. Fake White House. That's the first one. <laughs> We're just going to jump right into it. <laughs> Witch hunt. You ready? Okay. Okay. Allergic <laughs> to Pfizer, Moderna, and I just don't want to take the Johnson & Johnson. As a man, I, I don't want to take the Johnson & Johnson. I, I Me mean, neither. I said they make baby powder, but that's another thing. Um, But we're, we're going to start there. Okay. Right? With those keywords. Okay. So, your man's a MAGA. Talk to me. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback for the most money-making sport in America, by far. And one thing about the quarterbacks the last 15 to 20 years is that the NFL, the Shield, if you will, have found a way to scrub out every inch and bit of personality with these quarterbacks. If you listen to an ESPN or a C CBS Sports or an FS1 interview with some of these great uh, great quarterbacks from Peyton Manning to Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers to Lamar Jackson to Michael Vick, they all talk very corny. They don't get to showcase who they really are. Even if they're really corny in real life, you don't even get to figure that out. And Aaron Rodgers for the last three to four years He's been able to showcase his personality. I would not know that this man is a big Jeopardy fan. So big of a Jeopardy fan, they actually let him host Jeopardy. That's dope. No, no, but hear me out. But he wouldn't be able to do that 10 years ago because oh. you wouldn't be able to show who you really are. That's right. Now, now these things are happening. And now it's a weird time for these things to be happening because now we're like today's, I think in today's world, we're talking affiliations. It's like, what are you down with? Are you down with being vaccinated or are you down with being unvaccinated? Are you down with blue or are you down with red? Blood, crip, Democrat, Republican, short, tall. I understand that. And we and him talking the way he talks and laying out some of the things that he chooses to say. Yeah. He's already letting people know what side he's on. And and it, which for, for me personally. Uh -huh. It's fine. Okay. That's it's it's okay. Right. It's it's Aaron, it's okay. That he's a MAGA. That he's a MAGA. Mm -hmm. It's okay that you're a MAGA, you're an athlete, but at the end of the day, you're a human being. You live in Wisconsin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're white. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying it, I'm saying it in the sense of like the demographic. You you we wouldn't be surprised if you're a part of that constituency, right? And now you're putting yourself on defense because you just don't want to come out and say it. And that's the part that if you just want to be yourself, as you say, and I quote, I quote, I shared an opinion that's polarizing. I get it. 
And I misled some people about my status, which I take full responsibility of those comments. But in the end, I have to stay true to who I am and what I'm about. I stand behind the things that I said, right? And and I'm saying that to say that you're dropping all these MAGA points, these keywords, these polarizing words, these whistles that you so-called, that let people know what side you want, but you don't want to come out and just say it. This is why I wanted you to read at least a paragraph of what was said. You don't got to do it now, but that's why I wanted you to do that because when you give the things in bits and pieces, it already gives a selective listener the... the, the um, okay, no, 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 I'm going to do it right now. Right. Here we go. This is him talking about when he was in the locker room and they asked him. Okay. And this is his response to that. All right. And I'm going to give you the word salad and the, not the pretzel, not that he tied himself up in, that I'm getting ready to tie you all up in with his own words. You ready? Yes. Go ahead. I had a plan uh, going in for that question to be asked. Um, it was a pseudo witch hunt going on. Uh-huh. Who was vaccinated? Who yeah. wasn't vaccinated? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was in a multi-month conversation that turned into an appeal process yeah. with the NFL at the time. Yes. And my appeal hinged on that exact statement, immunized. So what I said was, number one, factually true. I went through a multi-immunization process. And at the end of that, I don't know what you would call it. I would call it immunized. But they ask you, are you vaccinated? And you respond, I'm immunized. Yo, so you so ended up, up having to apologize and backtrack for that. But do you understand that this is where you don't understand why that was said? Because he's a quarterback for a million billion dollar organization that is, don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is the man in the NFL. But guess what? The NFL, unlike the NBA, they make sure that their players know that none of them, not even Tom Brady, is bigger than the shield. Of course. If Aaron Rodgers jump out and say, I'm unvaxxed, and not only that he says that he's unvaxxed, he supports, because that's what he's basically saying. He supports being unvaccinated. Of course he does. That would be shocking. That would be a problem, and the NFL would have him in that office and being like, yo, I don't know what to do. Matter of fact, you ain't playing. That You're not playing. Which means he would, at the end of the day, have to apologize for being himself. So, but understand... Unlike the NBA players, because we talked about Kyrie Irving being more of a G than Aaron Rodgers because he's like, yo, listen, I, I ain't vaxxed in. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm going to even do it with my, with, with my niche sport. Sasha Banks, all right, former SmackDown WWE Women's Champion Sasha Banks is not vaccinated. 90% of the wrestlers in the WWE are vaccinated. Sasha Banks is not. They will not let Sasha Banks run around and yap her mouth about her being unvaccinated, though. Vince McMahon is not letting that happen because, mind you, they cater to children and the adults that pay the tickets for those children to be at those places. So when you have your top star, because Sasha Banks is one of the top 10 most popular people in WWE. If she runs around talking about some God told me don't get vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. They're going to be losing ticket sales. If Aaron Rodgers. Even though he's in kind of Republican, used to be Republican, right now, Democratic state, Wisconsin, run around talking about, hey, now, boy, I don't know about going ahead and getting that needle shot. It's going to be ruckus. And then on top of it, baggers already have like a racial claim to it. Now, for, for, <laughs> it's so funny. Black men, black men may not care about him being a MAGA. Black women 
definitely will. Oh, they definitely do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where that that uh that problem is going to, I don't know, it's gonna see itself in or out because, bro, who are the people that you're tossing that ball to? Pause. You know what I'm saying? Your running back is black. All right. Your wide receiver is black. All right. Right. Now, some of them people that's there to protect you are kind of white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some yeah. of them white, some of them black, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But but I but you got to understand who you're directing these messages to. Because I understand that Aaron Rodgers wants to be himself. And I, I still applaud him for wanting to be himself, even in, even in this crazy, ridiculous MAGA rhetoric. Right. The MAGA rhetoric is ridiculous, and honestly, he should have never said none of this stuff. He could have made a slick comment to, to um Biden and been like, hey, listen, man, see me on the field, bro. Right. Well, let me see you. Let me see you get out here and try to throw football. Let me see you get out here and try to, you know what I'm saying, put my team from the 20 to the end zone. Let um, me see you do that. Let's let's see if a vaccination shot can win a game. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> cut it out. You feel me? <laughs> But but the, but the thing is, cut it out. Now, no, come on now. <laughs> the thing is, is that those things should have been said. If you really want to show personality and you want to be uh, neutral, because I think right now, and I hate to be the political analyst about that, the MAGA party has to be neutral right now because they have too much stench on them. When you yes. think MAGA, you think I disrespect women. When you think MAGA, you think I disrespect blacks. When I think MAGA, I disrespect gays. I disrespect Latinos. It is a white first conservative frontier that they are looking to push. And when they don't get their way, they raid the Capitol. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. 